Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. And good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to Real Presence Live. We are indeed live from Mandan, North Dakota. We're at the Prairie West Golf Course at the annual Bismarck Diocese Seminary and Golf Tournament uh, sponsored by the Western North Dakota Diocese Foundation. And my name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Karen Selinski. And good morning, Karen. Good morning, Mike. And uh, Bismarck had a storm that, uh, or Bismarck Mandan had a storm that came through last night. And uh, uh, we do have a, a, a little bit of breeze. We did have a little rain this morning, but we're under the RPR canopy here. We're protected from some rain, and uh, we do have in the house, uh, or under the tent now, Father Jordan Dosh is the vocations director for the Diocese of Bismarck. Good morning, Father. Good morning. Thanks for having it's me. It's great to have you. That's, it's a blessing. And uh, as we do with all our live shows, would you please uh, lead us in prayer, Father? Yes. Let's begin in the name of the Father, Father and, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we give thanks to you today. Please help this conversation and the work of Real Presence Radio be for your glorification and our sanctification. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, Son and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Father uh, Jordan. And, uh, you know, lots happening with the Diocese of uh, Bismarck vocations here yeah. this last uh, few days. Uh, you know, eight days eight days ago, uh, Father Jordan, we uh, ordained, praise be to God, five young men uh, into the priesthood. And, uh, wow, five young men laying down their lives for Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're, they're good men. You know, that's kind of the highlight of the year. That's what uh, everything is kind of directed towards. You know, yeah. the work of seminary formation and, and just, you know, being with the guys. So those days are extra special. You know, the fact that it was five guys is extra special the fact that they were all incredibly really good guys you know there's just lots uh to give thanks to god for oh indeed indeed and uh yes indeed we are so blessed here with the diocese of bismarck um uh father jordan uh you've been a uh guest of real presence life several times but uh for those that may be hearing uh, uh of you uh, or from you for the first time. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So my name is Father Jordan Dosh. I'm a priest for the Diocese of Bismarck. I've been a priest for five years now. I was born and raised in Bismarck, North Dakota. Went to St. Mary's High School and then uh, after one year of college went off to seminary. My first assignment after being ordained in 2017 was in Dickinson. Served uh, for three years at Trinity High School. And now this is my second year as the vocation director for Bismarck. Wow! Yeah, awesome. yeah it's uh, your uh, your years as a priest. <laughs> they have been full. I, yeah. I know at uh, Trinity High School, uh, a lot of students uh, uh, really enjoyed having you as the chaplain. Enjoyed you having as a, an instructor. Uh, I think you were at Trinity when we were in the process of building the new school, right? 
I got there right at the end. Of right it. at the end. So I got I got Perfect. a brand new school. And, <laughs> yeah, so I I didn't go through any of the fire, or the rebuilding, or yeah. anything. So. All right, all right. Well, wonderful. Um, uh, folks, if you're just joining us, we are broadcasting live from Prairie West Golf Course in Mandan, North Dakota, and we're at the diocese uh, the diocese seminary and golf tournament. And uh, uh, in a few hours, this place will be buzzing. We'll be buzzing with with golfers. I, I see the golf courts uh, lined up, ready to be filled. And uh, uh, there's Mike Beekler, everyone, uh, the uh, on the. Uh, committee and he will be joining us later so we uh, if you're hearing some wind noise it's a little breezy but you know the sun is starting to peek through we're uh we're going to get through today in fine shape um so this is uh uh do you know what annual golf tournament this is and is this uh what does this event really mean yeah so i believe this is the seventh or eighth yep. annual golf tournament mm-hmm. so um the reason that this was started was to bring um, just attention and support for the seminarians that we have. Uh, you know, uh, encouragement for people to pray for vocations and to support the seminarians that we have. So that was the main priority. Uh, and, you know, the fact that the um, tournament has sold out for the last two years, uh, you know, uh-huh. it kind of shows that there is uh, a lot of support and there is a lot of love for these guys. So it's good for them to see all the support that they have back home. Uh, but it's also good for the people to get to know the seminarians and kind of the young priests that are coming up. Um, so, but it's also a fundraiser, you know, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we are able to raise a lot of money uh, for the seminarian budget, which is great. Um, you know, as, as I go around and speak at different parishes, uh, you know, especially, um, you know, as we raise money for in the diocese of Bismarck, it's called the God share appeal. So ra- raising money for diocesan funds, which a uh, big part of that is my budget. Um, you know, I, I usually try to tell people, like, we love having young priests, you know, we love having seminarians, uh, but it's expensive. So, um, you know, as much as we love supporting them with our prayers, it's also good to financially support them as well so that yeah. we can uh, help these guys get yeah. ordained. You know, Father, I'm, I'm thinking of, of uh, you know, the number of seminarians we do have in formation right now and we're we just ordained five young men and it just fills my heart fills my heart with joy to to uh, i was at the ordination and to see those five young men yeah. dedicate their lives to to jesus was uh, incredible um what do you there has to be something uh that you see in in seminarians mm-hmm. as they choose as they choose to go into the seminary as they choose to say yes to to god in their call um but every seminarian story is different but uh, do you see some commonality there as far as uh, what contributes to this a seminarian prospect uh, father yeah yeah um yeah like you said each guy's story is a little different e- each guy's uh, path to making that decision is a little different and also his uh, you know readiness to accept it is, is a mm. little different um but you know first and foremost is a guy uh, you know having a regular prayer life you know uh-huh. if, if a guy uh isn't praying regularly it'd be hard for him to understand the voice of god so you know even if there is a guy that uh you know expressed interest in the priesthood you know the first t- thing is just like getting him you know praying regularly receiving the sacraments as frequently as he can mm-hmm. um 
in, in particular in the Diocese of Bismarck, I think there's a lot of things that are going well that are contributing to guys being able to think about it a little bit more. So one is uh, our Catholic schools. You know, um, I think it's about 75% of our seminarians have had some sort of Catholic education at some point, whether that's, you know, grade school, high school, or the University of Mary. Uh, you know, our bishop always likes to say very fondly that you can go from preschool all the way to a doctorate in Catholic education in the Diocese of Bismarck, and that's something that he's, he's very proud of. So uh-huh. that's something that has helped us. Another thing that has really helped us is, you know, quite quite frankly, the ball is rolling easy now. Uh, so, you know, having these young guys out in parishes uh-huh. um, will inspire other young people. You know, young young people can see that it's an option for them. So now that, um, you know, we have young priests and just great priests in in our parishes it makes it easier for a younger guy to see that that's a possibility for him so once the ball is rolling it's easier to get it rolling a little bit more yeah yeah and uh you know uh, i i think there has to be some credit given to the parents too i remember father vetter um there's so many vetters in the yeah. ordination <laughs> process here and but uh, father vetter that was just ordained a year ago uh, he mentioned in an interview once that, uh, you know, if you hear your parents uh, uh, say some derogatory remarks about uh, uh, about welders, mm-hmm. you know, the children probably wouldn't want to be a, a welder. But if they hear positive comments about a profession, uh, you know, the, the children will take note of what their parents are saying. So if the parents uh, are witness of support to... The, their pastor and to priests that the the uh, children will see that and will uh, know that uh, uh, where their parents stand so there there's something to that as well yeah no that, that that's for sure you know yeah. um, you know we always say priests don't come from priests they come from good families ah, yep. you know so the family is really the foundation for a young person to find out uh, what that vocation is you know uh, the fidelity of the family uh, to the sacraments growing up, you know, especially like daily mass, you know, it'd be hard for a young guy to realize that vocation, or at least, you know, he'd be starting at a step back uh, if he didn't uh, come from a family that faithfully went to mass, you know, and that does happen, but uh, it, it's, it's harder for the guy to realize it, right? So I always tell families that if you want the faith to be important in your kids' lives, then they need to see that it's a priority in your own. And if your kids can see that the faith is a priority in your life, then that's something that they will take seriously as well. You know, so the practice of the faith, but then also, yeah, um, the way that they speak about the church, the way they speak about priests uh, can greatly influence a young person's uh, view on whether or not that's a possibility for them. Um, And I'll, I'll just say from my own personal experience, you know, priests greatly benefit from a relationship with a good family. And a good family greatly benefits from a relationship with a priest. You know, the, the vocations are uh, mutually complementary of each other. And it's it's something that uh, I've really enjoyed, you know, going over to families' houses. Uh, but then also, you know, for the young kid to see a priest outside of Mass at the dinner table and like, being able to have conversations with him, uh, I think is just really great for them. It's great for priests. And it just shows, uh, you know, the beautiful complementarity of, of the body of Christ in this. Oh, yes, indeed. Well, we have just a couple minutes before break, but we have a couple more questions we need to get through here to cover everything. And, uh, well, two parts to the question. Uh, um, I, I know we just ordained five seminarians this last Sunday, uh, eight days ago. Uh, so can you uh, how many seminarians are 
uh, information right now. Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of a, a strange time. Like you said, we just ordained some. It's the end of the year. So guys are discerning out. And it's also the year in which we're accepting guys. So it's a little, you know, yes. plus and minus of the numbers. But I believe it's going to be around 15 or so. Oh, so we just ex- we just accepted uh, three more guys uh, for this next year. Praise be to God. Praise yeah. be to God. Um, now, what uh, uh, you mentioned this uh uh, earlier, uh, the part the diocese plays when a young man goes in the seminary, and that is uh, cost. Um, can can you address that uh, a little bit? Uh, I know, uh, you know, say a young man is in college, and uh, and you know he maybe has some college debt, and but he's he has this uh, uh, calling, and so. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, you know the, the financing of the seminarians a little yeah, bit Yeah, yeah. So first and foremost, um, you know, a young guy needs to be sponsored by a diocese in order to go off to seminary. So okay. you, you can't just go off to seminary and you're by yourself. You need to be sponsored by a diocese first. So the application process through the diocese is the first thing that a young guy will do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and guys come in with uh, many different... Uh, backgrounds you know some with lots of schooling you know we've had guys go through law school through med school and there's a lot of debt there uh but the first thing to know is that a a guy won't be turned away uh because of uh you know whatever financial you know stability or instability he has right now so they'll they'll make it work uh they'll they'll find it but at least right now uh the financial policy for the diocese of bismarck is that a college guy uh, so if you enter without a college degree, you would go to a college seminary, get a degree in philosophy. You would um, still pay something, uh, and we say that it's the equivalent to go to the University of Mary. Okay. So what a young guy would pay to go to the University of Mary is what he would pay to enter college seminary. Mm-hmm. And then once a guy gets closer to ordination, so his last four years or so, uh, the diocese covers those costs as well. So mm-hmm. that's why... Um, the budget for the Office of Vocations is a little bit larger uh, because, you know, we have so oh, many yeah. guys that are in the last couple of years and, um, you know, some of those seminaries are around forty, forty-five thousand dollars $45,000 a year, you know, to educate each guy. So, yeah. Okay, so 40, 40 45000 a year times 15 virtually. Yeah. And then uh, you got it, ladies and gentlemen. It is... Uh, it is a commitment on the part of the diocese. It's a, it's a commitment on, you know, and vocations, Father. It's just it's just not uh, Father Jordan Dosh out uh, uh, finding seminarian. It's everybody's business. And yeah, 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 exactly. And maybe that's something we can talk about after the break. After the break. You know? Yeah, yeah, great. Oh, that, that's great. Okay, uh, don't go away, ladies and gentlemen. We we have to take a break right now. We'll be back more with the. Uh, a vocations update from the Diocese of Bismarck with Father Jordan Dosh. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com slash contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. 
Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director of Riverview Place. I've worked my entire career in healthcare as a social worker in the hospital, skilled nursing, and hospice settings. I love my job. Not only do I get to work with a caring, dedicated team that displays human kindness to every resident, it's a privilege to offer seniors a lifestyle that reminds me of what it felt like to grow up in the small rural town of Buffalo, North Dakota. To join our faith-based community, call us today for a tour at 701-412-1952. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We are at the Prairie West Golf Course in Mandan, North Dakota. I am Karen Selensky along with Mike Kradowski. And we are at the Bismarck Seminary and Golf Tournament. Um, windy day, but it's going to be nice. We are honored to have Father Jordan Dosh, the Vocations Director here at the Diocese of Bismarck. So welcome back, Father Jordan. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. So before the break, we were visiting a little bit about expenses. And um, you had mentioned that everyone plays a role. So if you want to expand on that a little bit. Yeah. So... It, it's something that I've been trying to emphasize in my couple years of being vocation director is just getting everyone involved. You know, um, it's kind of a misconception that the vocation director is the recruiter for the diocese. So it's like his responsibility just to get all the seminarians, you know, and, and uh, the joke that we always hear every year is if there's a lot of seminarians, then it's, you know, the gift of the Holy Spirit. If there aren't any seminarians, then it's the vocation director's fault, you know. And then you kind of feel the pressure of uh, the numbers of trying to get the guys. Uh, but I will say that um, it's something that we're we're trying to encourage everyone to help in, um, you know. So like in the diocese of Bismarck, I'm stationed in uh, the city of Bismarck, uh, but it's impossible for me to know young guys throughout, you know. Uh, the furthest parts of the diocese. Mm-hmm. You know, the first point of contact, the most immediate point of contact is uh, the young man's pastor. You know, so sure. there, there's a lot of dioceses that have, have put together vocation teams to kind of go out to all these different parts. And, and I think that's great, you know, but I think first and foremost, uh, the pastors and the priests of the diocese um, you need, need to be on board to making, uh, you know, vocations a priority within their, their parish ministry. You know, so, and what, what that means is just being open and honest with any young guy, you know, being able to sit down with them and talk with them and, and you know, letting him see the joy that you experience in living out your priesthood. Uh, so, you know, the, the pastors are obviously a, a big role in that. And then usually 
once they have a young guy who expresses some sort of interest or something like that, then he puts them in contact with me. And then that's kind of when I step in. So usually I step in once a guy has already expressed uh, a desire for the priesthood. Uh, so the pastors are a big people who share the responsibility. Uh, but then also, you know, the, the lay faithful, you know, what we were just talking about beforehand of how families uh, greatly uh, help a young guy discern that possibility. Um, you know, that they're there. Uh, but then it's, you know, just everyone else in the pews, you know, just praying, just supporting the young guys. Uh, the Diocese of Bismarck this last year has kind of put out this initiative uh, for vocations of this called by name. Uh, it's, a, it's a program in which um, parishes um, can suggest young people from their parish uh, who may have a potential vocation. And then the, the pastor has this kind of list of names and he can kind of go through and talk with young people. And so it's trying to get everyone involved, everyone trying to help. Sure. So. Yeah, that's very cool. So what's your favorite part of being the vocations director? Um, I think my favorite part is once a guy's in seminary, uh, you know, being able to be with him, to walk with him, um, you know, I, I think what, what the faithful hopefully can see in, in this conversation is how much effort goes into a young guy uh, becoming a priest. You know, it isn't just him passing his classes. It's not just him having the ability to, to write a paper, uh, but there's a lot of effort that goes into it. There's lots of priests and formators that are at the seminary that are helping this young guy. You know, as, as we always say in formation, it's smoothing out a guy's rough edges so that everything within his person uh, can be a bridge uh, for the people to God. You know, so if there is anything in him that, um, you know, formation uh, needs to work on, then they're trying to help those areas. Uh, and there, there's a lot of effort and, and work that goes into it. Um, there's lots of priests on staff, formators and spiritual directors. Um, so I love just walking with a guy, you know, sitting down, talking with him, a seminarian, you know, mm. uh, making sure that he's going to be uh, the best priest that he can be, you know, for his own salvation. Uh, but then also... Uh, for the salvation of the souls that he would be ministering to. You know, we, we need him uh, to serve to the best of his ability. So I, I love that. I love, so each semester I go visit each seminary and sit down with each guy and, and we kind of have a checklist, talk through everything. So I love doing that. Um, yeah, I love doing spiritual direction, helping a young guy, you know, figure it out. It's something that priests greatly helped me and I like uh, returning the favor of helping uh, other young guys, you know, being able to sit down, talk with them, talk about their prayer, and, you know, just being able to help them. Sure. That's awesome. Uh, folks, if you're just joining us, uh, we're excited to be here at the Prairie West Golf uh, Course in Mandan, North Dakota. We're here at the annual seminary and uh, golf tournament uh, put on by the, uh, or sponsored by the uh, Diocese Foundation of Western North Dakota. And uh, we're visiting with Father Jordan Dosh, the Vocations Director of the Diocese of Bismarck. My name is Mike Kidrowski, and I'm here with the uh, Listener Relations uh, Coordinator for Western North Dakota, Karen Solinsky. And uh, we uh, are under some cloudy skies. The sun is starting to break through here. Uh, <laughs> that's my so. call, anyway. That's my call. <laughs> and it's, the wind is dying down, uh, the maybe. Wind, wind, the wind died down a little bit. So, folks, bear with us. Uh, 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 we're uh, we have some good uh, good stuff yet to come. We got Father Jordan Dosh here to finish out the half hour. Then we're going to visit with two seminarians uh, in formations, and, and then uh, uh, the final hour will be uh, Ron Schatz and uh, Mike Beekler. So uh, 
getting back to Father Dosh, um, when you're when we were talking about vocations, just isn't uh, Father Jordan Dosh, the vocations director's business. It's everybody's business. And you you talked about uh, how influential the pastor can be on a young man's life, uh, and uh, or a young lady's life for for that matter. But uh, we're talking about seminarians here for the priesthood, and uh, you mentioned. Uh, uh, a, a program with yeah, the called by name program called by name yeah. there we go there yeah. we go and oftentimes it's just uh, you, you know I remember uh, Father Bob Shea at St. Wenceslaus and Dickinson passed out uh, yeah. uh, cards and, and just uh, just just that just to mention who's a young man that you might think would be a good uh, priest and uh, you know I wrote down like three or four yeah, five yeah. names and and uh, and so that could just be the start, Father. Yeah, yeah. Well, it means something, you know, for someone else to see something in you that reminds them of the priesthood. You know, th- that, that means a lot for, for a young guy. And, you know, yeah. right when I read about this program, so it's, it's been going on for a long time. I believe the Sarah Club started it in the 80s or so, and our diocese have done, has done it every couple of years or so. But I think it's just a great uh, initiative for pastors who don't know where to start. You know, a lot, a lot of pastors will get into a parish and they say, okay, you know, vocational ministry is a priority, but I don't know where to start. And I'm proposing this as an option for them uh, to do in their parish, right? So it, it gives them names and it gives them a place of where they can go. Uh, so it's it's really good, you know, and I think it, I think it makes a lot of people uncomfortable, you know, yeah. when, when the priest uh, wants them to, to write down names. I think it makes it uncomfortable for the young men and women in the parish. Uh, but you know, I don't know what, what's coming. Why why is that uncomfortable? Is it you know because the, they don't want to think about it, they don't want to pray about it? Uh, but it's it's a great compliment uh, yes. for, for a young guy, Absolutely. you know, to, to yep. say it's like, hey, you would you would make a great priest. Um, and so right away, I was a little skeptical when I was reading about it, and then I was going through a lot of the history of uh, the vocation director. We have a bunch of file cabinets and stuff, and I was going through them. And I looked in 2005, the last time we did it, and the majority of the young priests in our diocese were on that list. The majority of the wow. young priests. So I was in junior high. I don't even think I was on the radar, and I was on that list. So That's someone cool. saw something in me. Mm-hmm. So it, really? it, it, it casts a large net. You know, are probably the majority of people whose names are written down aren't in a position to, to hear it or listen to it. Uh, but, you know, to those young people uh, who it does mean something, it's, it's extra special. And it gives the pastor... Uh, a place to start, like I said. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, I think it's a great program. But you know, I think that's like having getting a referral from someone who is going to be a good employee. Yeah, it's it's the same concept. You yeah. know, you see that character, that you know, some of that empathy in somebody that is going to fill that role. Yeah, so yeah, that's a yeah. Yes. And it, it's kind of funny, you know. So especially if we do it, we did it at the University of Mary this last year, and you know, there's you know college kids who are dating each other, and and you know, for a, a girl to have her boyfriend's name being down and and like right away you know and you know quite frankly i'm kind of in competition with them but uh wait, and i i asked her i'm like well it's it's a good thing that someone saw something in your boyfriend that they think would make a good priest i'm like would you want to date a guy that would be a bad priest i'm like no like it, it's obviously like the characteristics that make a good father are the characteristics that make a good priest you know and it's it's just something that uh a young guy should think about he should pray about he should discern i don't think every Catholic guys should join seminary, but I think every Catholic guy should uh, struggle through prayer with the idea of whether or not God is calling them to be a priest. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you find challenging about 
your position or, or yeah um so i i love uh being vocation director i know that it's something that i'm being called to do right now that the bishop is asking me to serve in this way um i find challenging uh the fact that um i'm not in a parish uh you know a priest when it, when a young guy has a desire to be a priest what he has a desire to do is to be with the people to help the people get to god and that's that's most easily recognizable as a as a parish priest so so it's every guy's um you know idea uh to be in a a parish uh so right now when i it's it's just a a different type of ministry i'm just kind of all over the place traveling around the diocese traveling to different seminaries Mm -hmm. uh you know traveling to colleges stuff like that talking with different people so um it's all right i can be uh pretty organized so that's not uh, so much of a problem for me but just kind of uh the chaotic schedule is a little something. Sure. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, I, I got to get this question in. I'm, sure. I'm, I'm thinking about the listeners across our network from southern Minnesota, northwestern North Dakota, where we're even down in Iowa, uh, Superior, Wisconsin, Gillette, Wyoming. Uh, but they're listening uh, and, and they're hearing five priests, five uh, ordained priests. Yeah. Uh, can you give us a rundown where they were assigned? Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Maybe Josh can help me if I miss something. Okay, so we have. Uh, Father Jacob Magnuson, he's the associate at the cathedral. He'll be helping out teaching at St. Mary's High School. We have uh, Father Paul Gardner, who's going to be the associate at Spirit of Life. He's going to be helping out at the middle school. Um, we have Father Logan Obergewich. He's going to be the associate at Corpus Christi in Bismarck and helping out at the middle school. Wow. We have Father Grant Dvorak, who's the associate at Queen of Peace in Dickinson. He's going to be the new chaplain at Trinity High School. And we have Father Ben Warner, who's the associate at St. Joseph's in Mandan, and he's going to be helping out at Trinity High School as well. Wonderful. So, Good yeah. job, Father Jordan. Thanks. You got them all. Got them. You nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah. What, uh, what a blessing. And all five of those have some association with the local Catholic school then. Yeah, yes. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So that's something that our diocese does is, indeed. you know, along with their parish is they'll, they'll be in a school in some sort. Yeah, wonderful. Well, uh, Father, Father Jordan... Um, we could go uh, the full two hours here yeah, talking yeah. about vocation and such an exciting uh, subject and and, and the uh, uh, so important and so thank you for carving out some time today yeah, to no be problem. with us. Now, uh, what about your uh, golfing uh, team? <laughs> are, are, you're out to win this baby right now, Father, because you're everybody wants you on your team. Yeah. You'll be in my not at the. Uh, Bishop Ryan Catholic Schools Foundation yeah. golf tournament. Yeah, one week from today. So everybody wants you on your their golf team. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know the competitiveness is still there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> certainly this, this is a, a fundraiser. This is bringing support uh, to seminarians, but it's also a tournament. You know, and yeah, and, uh, yeah. you know there will be a winner. And, uh, you know, why why not go for it? Why so. not? Excellent, Father Jordan Dosh, the vocations director of the Diocese of Bismarck. Thank you very much. And uh, we're uh, going to a break, but uh, uh, we'll be back. And when we come back, two of our seminarians will be joining us. Stay tuned to Real Presence Live right after this. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 